0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss.
2: Hello, and welcome to Legitimate Likes, where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations – Everything from pop culture to pastimes to how the world is run, and we decide whether they really, truly deserve so much of our attention. We may like it, but is it a legitimate like? My name is Hugh, and I'm joined by Will. Hello, Will. Hi, Hugh. I legitimately liked your introduction to our brand new podcast. Thank you very much. And this is a lot to say at the very start of a podcast, but I legitimately like you, Will. Oh,
3: that's the first episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> it's in
2: the bag. How are you? How, how's your day been?
3: It's good. I, I have been for a walk, as is all we do in lockdown, yeah. and uh, it was a. I liked my walk, and I was trying to think whether it was a legitimately likable walk, and I was like, what, what defines a likable walk? And I was like, don't waste those thoughts I off can't. air. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> Keep that pure gold. Pure gold for here. And... <laughs> Yeah, and you're you're locked down in Leeds, is that
3: right? Well, oh yeah, locked down in Leeds. The name of my upcoming mixtape. It's pretty nice. I live near a park, so it's all right. And uh, it's to be honest, it's fine. Everything's fine. But I love looking at screens because it's all I do now. Um, what have you legitimately liked about your day? I've I've overdone the legitimately liked thing already. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've, I'm I'm hearing it back and. I've said it too many times, and I apologise Leg- for
2: legitimately that. Legitimately is a long word as well. It is. I, it is. I thought the alliteration... We've run would... into a difficulty already <laughs> yeah, with the yeah. whole brand. Um, particularly when you have lockdown and leads as well.
3: Um, I don't of... think I can pull off legit likes either. I don't think I'm cool enough to be able to be like,
2: legit likes! Maybe that's the goal that by the end of the series. Mm. That's where we've got to. Um, I was teaching my... Third class about alliteration recently in poetry, and some of them really got it, some of them really didn't. And I mean, in a way, you can kind of only get alliteration or not get alliteration, but yeah, as in, I think one of them I asked them to write an alliterative, an alliterative sentence about a pet, and they said, My bunny likes food, which is deep. It's pretty modernist, but, it's, it's uh,
3: you know, it's there are sounds
2: in there that are. Uh, Potential iterative if you look at them correctly. That's true. Um, Yeah, my day has been been locked down, locked down really as well, a cycle, an illegal cycle outside my 5k. We should cut that (laughs) out, actually, Michael, but, um, and, uh, nothing else. Who the hell are you talking to? Who is Michael? (laughs) Who is Michael?
1: Michael, are
2: you there? Hello. How are we doing so far?
1: Great. This all sounds Um, great. This is good stuff. Excellent. Well, Michael, why
2: don't you tell us what do we have to decide on today? What is our question? What is legitimate
1: like? So the topic for today is Harry Potter. I think this is a pretty easy one to define. Um, so it's the books and the movies and really anything in the world of Harry Potter that has flowed from the pen of J.K. Rowling. Um, so, Philosopher's Stone... Including
3: her tweets.
1: <laughs> within the wizarding world... Only. okay, Let's okay. let's avoid that that that, that thorn. Um, so, philosopher's stone came out in 1997, That's and right. since then, Harry Potter has cast its spell. It's a pun okay. over an if audience you could see of the, children. I and... don't
3: know what was worse about that: the smile on your face <laughs> or qualifying that it was a pun after yeah. saying. Just, <laughs> there was the there was the pre-game case... and the post-game there.
1: <laughs> just just yeah, in yeah. case we missed it. Um, it was nil nil. Cast its spell Nobody over won. an audience of children and adults. So seven books and eight no films teenagers, later,
3: teenagers hate it. I'm so <laughs> just <laughs> screwing over a producer because that's how yeah. podcasts work.
1: Look, I think we can say Harry Potter is a massively successful franchise. And um, I think the question for today is: Is this just hype, which has been conjured up? Another pun, there. Okay. Or should we, Consistent. Should we take it? Seriously, <laughs> serious, it's like serious black.
3: Yeah, that's good
1: too. Good, good. I'm done now. That's it. Okay.
2: Yeah, I think. Don't you mean the... your pun? <laughs> Wouldn't have read. Wouldn't have yeah. worked. You were right. It doesn't, enough, scan. It, doesn't
1: scan. Yeah, it it doesn't was, scan it
2: gone. I wonder. Presumably, there were a handful of people called Harry Potter living in England before the books were ever written. I mean, same names I'd say they've all called...
1: changed their names. I'd say it's them and the Hitlers, all changed.
2: Them and the Hitlers, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: fewer, I'd say, fewer <laughs> Hitlers than yeah. there were Harry Potters. But yeah,
1: I think I'd probably...
3: It depends what sort of sweet spot you hit the name Harry Potter. If you were, like, early 20s, I would have been like, that's cool, I'll, I'll dine out on that. <laughs> By dine out, I mean eat a pot noodle at home. But <laughs> if I was, like, a, you know, a vulnerable little teenager, like I was, all yeah. sensitive and stuff, I would have been like, call me Dave. Dave Pitter, thank
1: you. So here, before before you get into this, yeah, you you guys Potter Potter fans, yes or no? Unashamedly so, unashamedly so. Yeah, I okay,
2: I remember okay. read them read them all as they came out. Um, and yeah, I mean, we we can we can go further into into our you think, history. You think the them, movies are better though, right? I don't really consider the movies as. They're better, Being, and it's faster. You're, you're able
1: to get through it faster, which is really what you look for. Uh, yeah. yeah, actually, and you don't I, have to
2: read any of the words. Yeah. I suppose here's a question. Michael, you haven't read all the books, have you?
1: No, no. I think I, I topped out at, at, at three. Okay. So, yeah. What stopped you? What stopped you, man? I don't know. Just moved on, you know? The films, films started coming out at some stage. Moved on to, moved on to what? The films? Just other, other books and... Uh,
2: you know, television shows, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. let's be honest. <laughs> Not really any books, but just anything. A little bit, a little bit easier to get to. Yeah. Will, did you like... read them all? How, you're you're yeah, much yeah. younger than I am, Will. So Yeah,
3: um... I'm 12, so I'm yeah. currently um I'm, <laughs> Right, I started reading them when I was three. Uh, yeah. No, I, they came out when I was, I guess, well, it was 97, the first one. Mm. So yes. I, I was six or seven with the first, oh. um, the first book. Ninety-seven.
2: Ninety-seven. No, no was, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. ten. I was ten.
3: Um, that feels earlier than it was. I thought it was like two thousand or something. I I mean, so you maybe probably maybe didn't my get research is wrong.
1: Then. <laughs> like that that that's possible.
3: So yeah, your, your research is wrong or my memory is wrong. I think <laughs> one of them is way more likely.
2: The memories that you yeah. had as a six-year-old child, as well. Yeah. Do I, you remember what well, in terms of the hype? It's funny because you mentioned hype because I very much remember that. The first two books, I think they were they were recommended by someone in a bookshop. And then I remember when the third book came out, that was the first time there was any hype as far as I could see. I remember going to a bookshop and there was a stand outside the bookshop with a with a title Harry's Back. Now it wasn't a huge thing, but it was it it had its own stand. And I also remember then that I when I read the third book, The Prisoner of Azkaban, I finished it and I immediately went back to the first page and started reading it again, which I think is Whoa. Probably the only time I've done that with a real book, you know. I'm sure there were small children's books that I've done that with. Did understand the that first was, time? Was that just wanted to get into the deeper meaning of it? I guess you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Missed out some of the themes. Yeah, just and then I feel,
2: and then I feel the the fourth book was when the old sort of midnight cues started. Probably.
1: Well, look. Rather than rather than recounting this, I'm gonna put you through your paces just to see how much you you, you really know. So, um, got three questions about. The, the, the world of harry potter okay um so
2: now, are we what are the rules michael are we on a are we on a buzzer system are you asking one of us are you asking both of us i think I'll let, you, some...
1: I'll let you confer oh okay right. in, so in this is university so challenge, challenge parlance
2: so will um, you won't be necessary for this round
3: no i i do feel like i will be the, uh, sort of the ballast that you need to get out of the basket
2: <laughs> what 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 does that mean <laughs>
3: I'm a, on a hot air balloon, you need to throw. some Oh, sorry, the edge sorry, to go I wasn't higher.
2: straight. I wasn't. I wasn't on a hot air balloon. I, I was thinking a shopping basket, and I thought, "No, you're doing shopping I, wrong." To be honest, the fact that my
3: brain went to balloon and, and hot air balloon basket, and I specified basket, but not vehicle. Yeah. I think it was my bad there. <laughs> I will accept that that was my bad. Hence me being thrown out in a yep. moment.
1: Yeah. All right. So, first one. Now I I crunched the numbers on this one. So, I'm going to give you three options. But how much has J.K. Rowling earned per page of the Harry Potter series? I'll give you three options. 80,000 pounds, 160,000 pounds, or 235,000 pounds.
2: Okay. My first thought is that you told us you were going to ask us questions about the world of Harry Potter. And what you have done is ask us about how much money J.K. Rowling has made. Which, in the world of Harry
3: Potter, zero, because J.K. Rowling doesn't exist. Next question. (laughs) Boom. One for one. Of course, a business-headed Michael would be like, how much money, how financially worthwhile was this this endeavour?
1: I'll give you the answer,
2: I'll give you the answer. No, 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 wait, hold on, it's, uh, come on, Q, we can, let's
3: play a stupid game. Is
2: it it just going to be the biggest or is it going to be the middle because it's always the middle? See, Michael probably thinks that we would would go always middle.
1: Or 235. You are describing
3: the the difficulty with all A, (laughs) B, C answers. It's just, is it one of three is what you're asking. I know, but... I think it's, I think it's probably A because there's a lot
1: of pages. Okay, we'll go for that incorrect incorrect actually i think if you'd studied the numbers you would have realized only one of them is you know not not a nice round number and that's the one so uh 3407 pages she's worth 800 million pounds uh so that's two hundred thirty-five thousand a page it's nice not to be sniffed at
3: i wonder how much that is per letter that'd be that'd be interesting to
2: know that's the next question in the quiz i think
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, okay. All next of, question, all next of question. questions
2: are about money and the breakdown of the physical books. Not nothing that happens in them. Just paragraph-based, <laughs> yeah. Which word-based. Binding was How used? many vowels? Yeah. Okay. Go on. What's the next question in this terrible quiz?
1: So eight <laughs> Harry Potter films, twelve Oscar nominations between them. How many wins? Oh, Well,
2: presumably they're one. all. Presumably they're all for. Costume They're design, all... cinematography,
1: and acting. Oh, Sam, the... some
2: score. They won for scores, I think. They're all didn't the they? bad Oscars.
1: They're all and the acting. bad
2: Oscars. Yeah, the old acting, though. Um, again,
1: the I... Bad, the bad Oscars. The, mi- the, the Oscars minor are actually Oscars. way more it's, important it's, than it's, it's the, the, the actors mo- look The minor good. Oscars, yeah.
3: Um, <laughs> the Oscars for mining.
1: Wow. <laughs> I
2: think I'm going uh, to refuse to answer again because it's about the films. Which is absolutely
3: in the Harry Potter universe. You I'll have give, to accept I'm going to
1: give you the answer. It's, no, none. No.
3: it's none. It's
1: no injustice. They've never
3: it's won none. an
2: Oscar. Never won an Oscar.
3: Dreadful, they should have the so original
1: score. No, no, the score is great.
2: The score is great. Yeah. Who wrote well, it? Did John Williams
1: write it? Not according to the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. Well, and
2: they never get anything wrong, so. Mm. And then
1: the final question. Two of these are genuine spells in Harry Potter. And one of them is good one good. that I made up. Okay. So which is the one that I made up? All right. So listen carefully. So there's Camomilla Recitata, Alarte Ascendare, or Bombarda Maxima.
3: Hugh, I'm going to defer to you. Surely you have like an encyclopedic knowledge of these
2: books. Yeah, I do. But I'm pretty sure that I, I'm not convinced that two of those appear in the books. I think Michael's taken these from the films.
1: Well, to be specific, I've taken them from the internet
2: so yeah okay well yeah. i'm gonna again i don't I, I don't think any of them is in the books there you are um which uh, do we go for though will uh
1: i stopped listening uh see okay so you're saying bombarda maxima bombarda maxima is a real spell within the yeah, films it. yes the the, the <laughs> he's fake... so
3: angry the, the... he's so angry that the films <laughs> exist
1: <laughs> the the fake one was Camomila Recitata. any guesses as to where i got that from uh, tea. Camomile tea. That was on the back of my herbal shampoo bottle this morning. So, mm-hmm. Ooh. Okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So nothing to do with it. Uh, so
1: I think, I, I suppose we what's proven is neither of you really have that much knowledge about Harry Potter. So let's proceed He's then to the meat like of
3: uh, like that. I'm just, I just, I just really discussion. glad we
2: did a podcast where we said that the producer would have a largely silent role. <laughs> <laughs> really stuck to our guns there. <laughs> All right, what's next? Uh what's next? Uh no, let's no actually will. I'll tell you what, right? For next right. next one, let's try and guess what Michael's next question is going to be. Okay? Based on he hasn't told us anything,
1: but, but based, based on what on he's given us so far. That's the end of the question segment. So what could Yeah, we... I
3: think he's probably not got another one. No, I do don't think so. <laughs>
1: that's it. That's, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that
3: was a real real momentum killer. I liked
2: that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay, if I have any other suggestions for <laughs> potentially humorous things to do on the podcast, make sure to shut me down immediately. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's why
1: I'm here. <laughs> yeah.
2: Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Well, I mean, Will. I, I suppose I, I've, as I say, I've nailed my colours to the mast as being a big fan of the of the books. Anyway, where do you stand? Where's what's your relationship to Harry Potter?
3: I absolutely adored them when I was growing up. Mum used to read them to us in the car and do all the voices hmm. and. Uh, and I remember very vividly getting the, the Philosopher's Stone, the first book, and reading it. And I remember our teachers and, and like the library at school and everyone being really excited about these books. I remember it was the first book that like, we got the first edition of one of them. Oh, right. Not the first edition. That would be crazy.
2: I presume JK uh, is, has that, yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. This isn't The Devil Wears Prada. That's a very specific reference. <laughs> Haven't seen it. Uh, the, one of the plot points hinges on a manuscript of Harry Potter interesting is it is it or is it niche and boring uh, so I really love them and like they really I have a real emotional like like I think a lot of people who grew up mm. reading them have a real emotional like love of those books rather than an unemotional love <laughs> an emotional connection is what I mean to them
1: well so um, this is the, this is the thing a lot of people it's obviously it was a big part of a lot of people's sort of formative years yeah um, but what, what I don't get what what is the lesson? What are you taking away from Harry Potter? You know, when you when you read all the books, you know, what do you, what, what does it give you?
2: You need to kill evil wizards.
3: Okay, no, it's that that love defeats everything, right? Well, Expediarmus
2: defeats everything.
3: Yeah, which is a loving thing to do because you ain't attacking anyone. That's true. You're just disarming.
2: You're just disarming them.
3: I think that I think the 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 vibe is like it is that. Like parental love and and sacrificial love is, it's sort of like the Bible in that like sacrificial love a lot is like
1: the Bible. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. But it's got more. No, has it got more
2: ones? It's probably got more ones than the Bible. Like yeah, it was. It was as you say. It was. It was a time people growing up, but it was also, you know, that idea of giving you characters that you could relate to. You know, and Harry's, you know, he's an outsider. You know, lots of kids just felt like outsiders. Will, you must have felt he's, like he's that. He's an as outsider. A
1: child. I mean, he's an outsider in the first chapter, right? Oh no, that, Michael! I think
2: the... he's an outsider for the whole series.
1: But he's he's the uh, you know he's the golden boy. No, oh, but Michael,
2: a... you see, if you've read the books, you see, your <laughs> <you're> pontificating on, <laughs> on the books is somewhat problematic. Because no, because, no, but I think it is interesting, because you're right, because normally, and he's, it's, she's not the only person to write a book about an, a character who's an outsider, but... Um, I don't know, maybe she is, maybe she is, it's just her, just her, her and Camus, <laughs> haven't read that, Um, but she, he, he, he is, he becomes, he is an outsider at the start, but it's part of his fame, that all, he's always seen as that weird child, and in the second book they think he's killing other kids, in the fourth, fifth book people think he's nuts, in the sixth book, sixth book... Well, people still are kind of scared of him. He he never fits in. He has his own friends. He has Ron and Hermione. All, all I that... know
1: is he was definitely the biggest face on all of the movie posters. So that does not scream outsider to me.
2: Uh, again, Michael, I feel. I
1: think
3: I think he's doing a better job than the bu- books do of arguing that because I I remember reading it and sort of being jealous of how like purposeful everything he like that happened to him seemed like yeah uh, and. I I don't know, that that outsider thing, that's an interesting question, because I I basically was trying to, I was like, I love Harry Potter, it's so good, and then I I watched a video about that was like, Harry Potter is garbage, and here's why, because I was like, let's look at a different opinion, and my mind was sort of slightly blown, that, you know, I think for a lot of white middle class boys reading this, it's like, I relate to that so hard, and then other people reading it would be like, this kid's just like he's just super famous, fuck him.
1: <laughs> exactly. What if you're one of the other kids in you know, if you're not one of his friends in uh, in Hogwarts, you know? Yeah. Just one of the you're, others. You're Seamus Finnegan. Yeah. Or even one of the unnamed characters. I'd say they hate him. I'd say oh, I'd say I'd say reunions at Hogwarts will be no fun for Harry Potter. This
2: is it, Michael. Everyone hates him. Exactly. Yeah. He's an outsider. He's an outsider.
3: Yeah, you did turn it back around to him being an outsider by being like like oh. my kid, I suppose.
1: But here here yeah. here's the other thing, right? And Hugh, you kinda of touched on it. Isn't it always the same story? Isn't it always, you know, Harry trying to trying to defeat evil and evil is ultimately always coming from the same source, isn't that? That's
2: all stories. That is. Michael. There is only one story
3: anywhere. <laughs> That's true. All right. It's, if it was seven books of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, I think you'd have some yeah, water. Yeah. No. Your own I, I think
2: I think you do raise an interesting point there, Michael. Because yeah, I would say, and I always here here we can start in on Hughes' theories on Harry Potter, but that the first two books are very much like that, and they're very much children's books that that he he comes up against something it all builds up and then he wins at the end and it's happily ever after but then it's only from the third book on that you realize there's more going on that there's a wider world because in the third book michael as you'd know if you bothered to read the things um voldemort doesn't appear you know he's never there so there's no, in a, in a way, Harry has a kind of a win there, but he kind of doesn't too. So I think that's when it became a broader thing, and that's where you get to see more of the world she made. And that's the other thing I'd go back to. In terms of building a world, I mean, she did a hell of a job there.
1: Well, that's, that's I mean, I think that is a good, that's a good point in, in, in its favour, because it is, you know, the Harry Potter world, it's one of a, a very rare set of things, you know, a big, fully developed sort of world of intellectual property, um you know in the same way and there's a world of star wars there's a world of Harry yeah Potter.
2: except the only thing i'd say and the thing that makes it i mean in a way it makes it more impressive in another way it's why she runs into so many problems because time you create a world you're gonna have problems but if you look at other worlds that have been created whether it's middle earth whether it's a galaxy far far away whether it's wherever else the westeros and all that she doesn't do that she creates a world that fits on top of the real world. She has the real world running alongside the wizarding world, which is an interesting decision to make and, and makes it very difficult, I think.
1: Well I would I would dispute that because I mean from you know the the world that she's that she's built on top of seems to be a, an older world. It's castles and, you know, all of the magic feels aged. Where's the modern magic? Where's the something no, that's gonna help you no, get by? But,
2: but you see that that's that's what I'm saying. So you the, 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 the there's the modern world which is our world, right? Mm. The listeners are going to be lapping this up there's the modern world (laughs) which is our world and then there's the wizarding world and the two are existing simultaneously even though they only overlap very rarely and the reason the magic is also old is because they because of magic here's my other big theory magic slows down evolution you don't need to mr weasley says it in one book he says it's amazing the things muggles come up with to get by without doing magic if you're if you've got magic, you don't need to invent electricity. You don't worry about it. That's part of that's that's but why. Because it? I think you're right. Because part of I think part of why it it has a it has a charm about it, and maybe even in the films, they're able to make it so atmospheric. Probably if I've seen them, I don't know. Um, but is because it is so old fashioned, it is so archaic, and that's because wizards are stuck there because they never needed technological advances because they could just do whatever they wanted.
1: But as a result, you know, it, it all takes place in that that older world. There's never mm. a scene of them. Sitting in Acosta talking about mm, watching I television. I think you
2: need to read more
3: yeah, of Yeah, you do need to. You, <laughs> well, I, I need think to Michael, re- no, you're
1: running through.
2: into a pro- You can't tell us what doesn't happen in the <laughs> books look, because. You've the three of them. That's <laughs> it. You, haven't, you did the three of them when? In 1999.
3: <laughs> well, it's not even well,
1: half of them. A while back.
3: They go camping for about three books. They do. <laughs> they, go in, they
2: go into a coffee shop as well. They
3: do but actually is go there, into a is coffee there a shop.
1: Spell, is there a spell to charge your phone, for example? You like a, you're not
2: listening to what i'm saying
1: is there a spell to bring out the bin
3: yeah. yeah yeah well you could stand outside and accio the bin i think there probably is yeah
1: stand corrected
3: <laughs> the the you raise an interesting question that that because i i'm sort of stuck i think we represent three different points one of which is you who's hardline big lover of the books
2: i'll accept uh, there no, are big problems no problem at hmm. all i totally oh, agree yeah, with yeah. that
3: and Michael, who doesn't know anything, and yeah. me, who's sort of somewhere in the middle where I, I really, really loved reading the books and love revisiting them and think they're exceptional. However, I have seen The Cursed Child.
2: <laughs> oh, okay.
3: And that's part of the universe. The films are part of the universe. And if we're talking just the books, I would have a different stance. Mm. But if we start getting into the world of, like, everything is canon that has been produced within that world, then the butterbeer at harry potter world has completely fucked
2: everything for me because that stuff is got <laughs> you see and here's the thing and i guess it's it's the it's the the privilege of the fan which is that yeah i've i've just decided what i want from harry potter and what i want is the books mm. and yeah i don't care about obviously the films seem to have been i saw some of them and they were rubbish and yeah the cursed child and i didn't see it i read it it's pretty bad um And I suppose the interesting thing, though, because I was going to say, I mean, if I ever have children, I'm not going to tell them that those films exist. They're going to grow up in a world not knowing that those films exist, which I think is the responsible parental thing to do. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, because then
3: they'll look at that and think that that's like an acceptable way to uh, act. (laughs) Well,
2: exactly. Exactly. You know, but just just I I suppose I would worry that they'd see them in another child's house. But if my children are anything like me.
1: So here, can yeah. you fill in the no, details for me? Have does, friends. does does any uh, do do normal people know that wizards exist in the Harry Potter world? Only oh if they've God.
2: got wizards in their family, Michael. <laughs> so they don't this know. This podcast is called the Prime the Minister to not
1: explain a famous book to Michael. But, <laughs> to Michael. But but so what what do they do for money? What do, what what do for the our wizards our do episode, for money? next episode,
2: Michael, could you come up with a list of other things that you haven't read?
1: what what, what do the <laughs> wizards do for money? They have money, their own money. Do they do they have their own money or do they have yeah. our the, money? The, no, they have their, their own, own currency, yeah. they have their own currency and they just use that themselves.
2: Yeah, do you know how <laughs> yeah. other countries, Michael? <laughs> you know how other countries don't necessarily use the euro and yet they somehow get by.
1: You must know where I'm going with this. Are they paying any tax on that?
2: Wizard <laughs> tax, yeah.
1: Is, but like is there does the inland revenue know anything about this? I think you're going
3: into. I, I think in the way that Hugh described, the Wizarding World being plonked onto our world. If you if you de- like delve into the systems of this fantasy world and probably any fantasy world that tries to intermingle with the real world, mm-hmm. you're gonna come into problems. Well, oh. I ha- I
1: do have a problem with this. I'm sorry to say, I do, because they're, <laughs> like presumably Hogwarts, they're taking in fees, they're paying their staff. It's never clear about fees, is it? No, no, the books—the books books make it all sound like it's all you know, birdie bots, every flavor beans, or whatever. But it's actually about the cash. That's what Hogwarts is about. One
2: phrase that Michael found (laughs) online today. Yeah, birdie bots, every (laughs) flavor beans. Did a lot of googling,
1: okay? But but it just—it seems to me like Hogwarts is—it's just a vehicle. It's just a tax scam.
2: Well, first of all, Michael, I don't think—and again. Possibly you assume that everyone just goes to fee-paying schools. But uh, actually, Hogwarts, uh, I don't think, is a fee-paying school. Because there's no way the Weasleys would be there if it was fee-paying. I think it's public funding. I think bet, it's a, it's I at funded. the end
1: of every month, Dumbledore goes around to all the staff. He pays them cash in hand. He says, there you go, Hagrid. That's between you and me now. No need for the tax man to know anything about that. Off you go. I'd say Dumbledore is up to his gills in it. I'd say he's Paradise Papers all over it. So your main main issue It's Dumbledore, it's Snape, it's David Cameron's dad. That's what it's about.
3: So it's... it's, Do you know what? There's actually an interesting... In this video that I watched, which I would recommend watching because it's interesting, is by a guy called Satan Mad Pun. You'd like it. It's got a pun in it. I like it. Uh, But he was talking about, like, it's like this... uh, He describes the world as, like, a Blairite, white, middle-class utopia... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, I don't quite understand
1: that, but I, I'm like, oh, it's he took a sort but of like that was 1997,
3: yeah, and it yeah, was like beautiful. those were because it is a very, it's a very small world that she creates, right? It's very, very like, like English, like for, as far as I know, there's no Irish
2: school that's an equivalent. No, we it's just presume, this very small we population presume the Irish of, go to England.
3: Of. Uh, you see a couple of other schools in, but I guess the there are very
2: fire. few wizards and, and witches, isn't mm. it? Because they were all killed. They're all. This is the thing, Michael. That in the history of it, they were all once. The reason witches and wizards are in secrecy now is because they were all killed by um, muggles back in the old days.
3: Which begs the question: How magic is magic really?
1: Well, Exactly, uh, it's not really killed. working for them, is it? Well, I don't know. Yeah, it. it'd be pretty easy to. But here, so if no one knows about them, is there no one who breaks rank? No, no one of the wizards go out goes out and. Lets course the rest of course there are. They so
2: it. they marry muggles? So some people know about them.
1: But they're not people. famous or anything, no. Nah,
2: no, that's there's an international statute of secrecy. You'd like that? Some administrative law stuff. Let's bring that in. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. They they have
3: a chat by like at a desk and stuff.
2: Yeah, the and the prime up. minister knows about it, Michael. The prime minister gets briefed
1: that didn't come up in my research.
2: You'd love the chapter where the prime minister gets briefed. It's in right. it's in Downing Street and everything. This is the book you need to read.
1: Are there some senior mandarins involved?
2: <laughs> You're back on your 5 a day now, I think. <laughs> so, so your he, main
3: your main issue seems to be one of it's not there's not a robust enough financial system built into the wizarding world and by the third book you were like the prisoner of azkaban, when am i going to find out about tax? Precisely. Yeah, exactly. Precisely.
2: So who's funding this prison? Is it a private <laughs> prison, or are they publicly owned?
1: <laughs> so here, here's my question: Do you think Harry Potter was the last hurrah of books? Was it the last time the yeah, books I don't were think really, they've written anymore? You know,
2: um, it's the big deal. Ended, yeah. I've certainly burnt everything since since I read the seventh book.
3: Can you clarify the last hurrah of books?
1: What is I mean it? is, it's the last time the books sort of dominated the, the you know the interest of. Of children and teenagers,
2: I think it, it hit a, it hit at a time like it hit at that time that was like post internet but pre real internet. You know, like it was before everyone had access to MSN everything at all times, you but know? not. Spotify. But not not uh yeah, Spotify's what all the kids are on these days. That's their main <laughs> platform. Um uh, but, but no, it it was, I think, because it was. It it did come out at a right time and it did obviously capture that. Whereas now but um books are still pretty big now. I'd say they're still quite a quite a medium. Um for they're us. not
1: three thousand four hundred and seven pages.
2: No, no, they're not. Well certainly no, I feel like I think the the fifth book is where J.K. Rowling was so famous that she stopped having an editor. So there are definitely some issues with that. Uh, Whoa, I didn't know that. Well, no, sorry. I mean, I just assumed that because it's way too long and has ah. lots of irrelevant things. But uh, that was a joke. Well, actually, but
3: anyway. oh, it was great. It was yeah. yeah thanks, strong. I mean, it, it wasn't, wasn't a funny edit, joke, but um, an edit point. Yeah. <laughs> that was my uh, edit out point. Don't know yeah. what edit point means um it sounds good though
2: that's uh, i suppose the other thing i would say though is funny because i was saying about the films i mean presumably any day now there'll be a 50 million dollar an episode netflix or apple or amazon series made they'll reboot them and maybe they'll do a great job mm. with them you know and probably yeah. as a tv series
3: because they, well, they've done he's... the um the northern
2: lights is dark materials haven't they yeah yeah and it's feel like anything like lord of the rings is getting a reboot as well isn't it well, would, like you, nothing... would you
1: rather see a reboot or a spin-off or a crossover with some other some other universe you know harry so potter i'm meets... gonna say
2: michael you want harry potter meets prime minister's question time <laughs> or
1: harry potter meets the Levison inquiry <laughs> yeah harry
2: peter harry, <laughs> harry peter harry peter is the other harry potter meets budget day um well here no listen and here's the other thing one great thing that she undoubtedly did and i i'm saying undoubtedly so i dare you to doubt me is that she got a hell of a lot of kids reading and one thing i'll say about the films I definitely have a problem with the fact that now kids see the films before they read the books. But when they see the films, they then do want to read the books. So it's still getting them reading, you know. Yeah, that's that's a fair point. I didn't. And you have you have generation of children who more have read more. There's been more literacy, and I'm not saying it's all down to that, but it definitely made books cool for quite a while. Yeah, and
3: Michael's doing his best to undermine that.
0: You should celebrate yourself every day.
2: If if they're casting yes. for Harry Potter, who would you want to play now, as you currently are? Who'd I want to play, or who do you think I'd be cast as? Well, we'll we can look at both of them, I suppose. Um I've got I mean, someone in my mind for you.
3: So I like uh I mean, I'd like to play Cedric Diggory. I'd like to be the hot one. Yeah but, um yeah, yeah. That, that reaction is why i it'd, it'd be, I, I, be an I'd interpretive like
2: version, I think, you know? Hey, maybe
3: Cedric was a, a bit goofy and not that attractive. <laughs> um, who would I actually play, though? I think I'd be like... Um, I can't think of any of the character names. I think I'd probably be like an unnamed flipping Death Eater who's like... Oh, no, I was going
2: to say Lupin. I feel you're a Lupin. Lupin. Am I not a bit young for, for Lupin? He's pretty yeah, young. Yeah, yeah, you and are, you, yeah, you, yeah. You look much older than your age Thank you, thank you. You know, now I feel you could do a Lupin. Yeah. Would you all Would right. you have liked to, if you'd been if you'd been acting when you were a child? Would you have liked to have gone up for Harry Potter? Would I have liked to have been a, a millionaire? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yes. Much,
3: yeah. t- Although I think it's it is a, a like that's part of the whole the whole film thing of just getting a bunch of kids and being like hope they're good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like most of them hard... not There's also like. It, the cast in those films, some of the casting in that is perfect. Like, is it John Hurt who plays Sirius Black?
2: No. Gary it's Oldman. The,
3: uh, Gary Oldman, John Hurt, what's the difference? <laughs>
2: yeah, basically the same.
3: Yeah, yeah. But it's Gar- perfect. He's so good. Oh, and is he? I think he is black, yeah. I don't know. I haven't yeah. seen them, so. It's either John Hurt or Gary Oldman. Yeah, <laughs> I them. don't know anything. <laughs> one, of the, one of the actors. Like, Robbie Coltrane is Hagrid. Perfect. It's just like and they they create the world so per- like mm. really well and the reason i like watching the films even though on all levels i dislike them <laughs> i love escaping into the world of hogwarts
2: oh yeah and listen i can totally understand how someone can get can comfort watch them you know it's mm. just that yeah there's an awful lot of dross in there but yeah mm. Who a would northern you play? a, a, a yeah. northern harry potter would have been good well i feel yeah you know? thanks man yeah, who would I play?
3: Yeah.
2: I mean, I know I'm thirty three. I reckon I could still get away with Harry, going into first year. <laughs> you know, if I shaved, and the, every week. But what do you think? Who do you see me as? Or maybe maybe uh, a, a sort of postmodern Bellatrix.
3: <laughs> I, I I think you'd be a good um a good uh, what's his name Wormtail. I nice. agree.
2: That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's See, Michael, none of this means anything no. to you, does it? Sounds no. great. Sounds
1: great.
3: Yeah, it is. Michael would be Gilderoy Lockhart. Thanks very much. That's not, not not a compliment. Not a good one. He is, he is very
2: handsome, though.
3: He's very handsome, but an idiot.
2: Yeah, absolute
1: <laughs> fool. No lines to be read between there. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's a, here's a word I know from Harry Potter: Okay. Uh, Patronus. It's Patronus, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. So, what would your patronus be? My understanding is that patronus is like your spirit animal, basically, isn't it? Right? No, sort of.
2: no, go and read the books, Michael. Go and read the books. <laughs> Find out what it is yourself.
1: But uh, so, like what your would your patronus animal. be?
2: Well, if I'm Wormtail, a rat, I guess. No, but as Hugh, as Hugh, what's yeah. your, your probably probably like a badger or something? You know?
1: Oh, that's a good answer. Kind of shy,
2: My... kind of keeps himself to his, himself, but.
1: You know, you, you ride your bike a lot, Hugh. Could could it be a bike? Badgers
3: ride bikes. Uh, you I? really misunderstood what a Patronus is and what a spirit animal.
2: Is. Yeah, yeah. Even by your own definition, it doesn't make any yeah, yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah.
3: Spirit object. Yours would be a goddamn tax return. <laughs> uh, mine would be a mountain goat.
2: Yeah, yeah. I nice. can see that. Nice. All right. Nice. And if you were Lupin, maybe a mountain wear goat. <laughs> yeah it's a mountain Absolutely. that turns into a goat at the full moon michael any other
1: any other no i mean look i've been trying to i've been trying to dissuade I... you both i've been trying to probe whether or not is this that is... what you've been trying to do <laughs> 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 yeah. it's been very well disguised my arguments have fallen on deaf ears
3: Um, (laughs) because it's (laughs) the
2: minutiae
3: of the financial system
2: in a fantasy world you see michael i think i could make great arguments against harry potter you're just making statements about things (laughs) i think there's something to be said for how how
3: much i cared about the final book because i i was like 15 or 16 i think and mm. everyone, everyone was... Re- like it, was that, it was like everyone was just reading and reading. I remember having to go to like a family event or something, or like a, fr- a friend's barbecue. I didn't want to go. And I just started reading the final book. And Eddie Martin yeah. found out that I was reading it, and came up to me and whispered the last line into my ear. And I got like unreasonably angry. And he was like, quite shocked about how angry I was. And did it's you like, like he-
2: Eddie Martin before this? Uh yeah. Yeah, but never spoke I, to him again, I presume.
1: No, I think it's the closest... I do I've think that spoiler himself. alerts are, a, are more, a more modern concept than we maybe give them credit for. You know, I I think... I think, I think it's 90s. pretty
3: insidious to... You haven't read the final That's page pretty bad. of book, well, the book. You the go last, and read the final the, line. The last line,
2: the last line was all was well, I think, wasn't it?
3: No, it was it was the last, like, three lines maybe then. It was like, okay. his star hadn't plagued him in
2: 19 however years, long. yeah. And he was like,
3: that doesn't reveal anything. I was like, you idiot! That reveals so much. God, we've really. So, the fact that I care that much about that.
2: Yeah. Where's Eddie Martin now, though? I don't care. I hope he's dead. (laughs) Can you check that for us, Michael? Can you figure out where Eddie Martin (laughs) is? (laughs) I don't really hope
3: he's dead. I think he's doing really well, actually. Yeah. Smart boy. But, But at what cost, Will? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's got no soul now. His Patronus slipped out of him.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's so not what Patronus is. is. You just slip away. What about um? What about Quidditch? What's your view on Quidditch, Will? Because Quidditch... I'm a big sports fan, and Quidditch yeah, sport. is a pretty bad sport. Yeah, I
3: really exciting. Bad. I I don't know much about game theory, but I think it's a bad sport in that there's like one sort of ultimate trump card in the Snitch. The main yeah. the main crime committed by Quidditch. <laughs> Is potentially not Quidditch's fault, but is the people who play real life Quidditch now.
2: Yeah, I agree with and that. And
3: shout out to all my nerds, man. I'm a I'm oh, a listen. I'm a I'm a goddamn dweeb. I Absolutely. think we all might be. Yeah. But watching people seeing people in real life in a park playing Quidditch and they can't fly
2: it makes wonder. It's just you sad wander. sad I... people
3: who couldn't get into Hufflepuff. Imagine.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, that's have you my seen thoughts on Quidditch. have you seen people playing
1: Quidditch, Michael? Uh, no, not in real life. No, no. But no. I have heard the criticism of it before that yeah, you catch what well, you catch the snitch and then the the game is over. Yeah. And Can
3: you it, explain the rules of Quidditch to us quickly, Michael? Having yeah, uh, <laughs> you,
1: I know. So it's it's basically like uh, uh, ho- hockey on a broomstick.
2: Yeah. yeah, so it's on ice, firstly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but
1: um, there's you you gotta the catch buck? the Quaffle is that a thing?
2: Sweep it like curling. Yeah, yeah, the quaffle. quaffle? Yeah, the quaffle is a thing. And then
1: tax uh, deductible. The quaffle actually when they buy them in (laughs) Hogwarts. But but there's there's various. Anyway, you can score points, but also then there's a snitch, which is a smaller ball that's flying around, and if you catch that, you get like a thousand points, and the game is over. Right? (laughs) Isn't that it? But so I have heard that criticism of it before. That yeah, if you catch the snitch, what's the point of anything else? But every sport has a winning condition or many sports have winning like if you're okay in, now hang,
2: let's, so, let's, <laughs> let's, let's let's just let me, hold on there let me, let me give, every sport has a winning condition yes let me give you this yes. example
1: let me give this an okay. example in a formula one race if mm-hmm. your car is over the line first you mm-hmm. win doesn't mm-hmm. matter about all the other effort that you went to throughout the course of the race mm-hmm. you know that's the winning condition so why are yeah. people so hung up about that on quidditch when you know
2: yeah well, I'll tell you what, Michael, right? So, because you, you've put a good example of one of the things like Formula One, it's who has the best brooms, who buys the best brooms, that does it. Okay. Let's think of a game of, think of, a game of uh, football, Michael, okay? Think of a game of football. Okay, doing it right have now. You so, seen, have you seen football? Do you know? <laughs> I've
1: heard tell. Have I've you seen, seen it in real life? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I didn't read the book. Yeah, right, okay, okay. Yeah. okay.
2: So, football, Michael, players are kicking the ball around, they try and score, and then yeah. the winning condition, as you put it, as all sport fans put it, they always talk about the winning condition, um, is that at the end of 90 minutes, whoever's scored more goals uh, wins. They tick the winning condition box, and then they file the paperwork, and then they celebrate after all of that, obviously.
3: yeah. What Quidditch, that, but in, like, in a way, that is
2: the celebration. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. For a, Quidditch, a Quidditch match, Michael, would be like a football match, right? Yeah. Except that while the football match is going on, there's two other guys yeah. just wandering... Around getting in the way of people, yeah, digging, yeah, in the middle of the pitch, like trying to find a truffle. But that's, okay, that's exactly and at that some happened. point, but that and happens. at some point, they find the truck. No, now, Michael, you said that, you'd that, watched you football, can't. so I, when you said no, that, I'll, happens, tell you what, I'll tell you what, it doesn't happen in football, it
1: doesn't happen in football, it happens in the Olympics, though, when there's guys doing the two kilometer. Dash. the olympics
2: the olympics is my favorite sport what, Does what it, happen, what's what happened? what's the winning guys, condition
1: when there's in the, guys olympics? Doing the two kilometer dash around the stadium there's a Don't guy in the middle on, with the javelin
3: this is yeah. you, you you can't you can't with we're, we're, hugh is mid mid-length into a football analogy you can't take yeah. us to the no olympics. no i'm gonna switch i'm
2: gonna switch because michael not a sport fan doesn't really understand the difference between them. you're right michael but you know what the javelin believe it or not no matter what the tv makes you think that's not part of the winning condition of the two, 2 mile dash as you call it not a thing either but but what would happen michael is that if while you were running your 2 mile dash okay you were yeah. a, a mile and 3 furlongs in and they suddenly said oh it's over because will there threw the javelin and it hit one of the divers so you come third in the dash
1: that's I tell good you what if that could happen, I'd watch a lot more of the Olympics.
2: Well, in fairness, yeah, maybe that's what <laughs> sport needs to go with.
1: So, Hugh, as someone who actually has
3: a vague understanding of the world in Quidditch, um, why do you not like it as a sport?
2: Uh, I, don't, I don't mind it, to be honest, but I suppose it is that kind of thing that I think it, it's, it's a flawed system. And the, I also just think, well, from a school point of view, it's incredibly dangerous it's and, and, and they seem to have very oh, little yeah. disregard mm. for the children because and I appreciate a lot of things that go on in Hogwarts, but there's one time yes where, the
3: Triwizard Tournament <laughs>
2: that's, that's true, but there's one time where where Harry falls off his broom, um, and and they say afterwards Dumbledore kind of slowed you down as you fell. First of all, Dumbledore, stop him falling, just stop him. <laughs> you can do that. Don't just slow him down so he hurts himself a bit. Then there's the match where the Bludgers trying to kill Harry. Okay a bludger, michael it's kind of it's kind of That's like the a, javelin yeah, in that analogy yeah exactly Italy. okay, okay. Um, and the bludger's okay. trying to kill harry and they say let's let's stop the match let's investigate it and harry says no if we stop it now we'll have to forfeit because because someone's trying to murder someone in the middle of the game come on so no, i also just think there's three games a year it's not a good tournament it's not a great spectator sport you can't see anything mm. probably and and then crumb catches the snitch with to lose by 10 in the world cup final although ireland are good at quidditch Quidditch, which was a nice little wrinkle she put in and it is interestingly it's one of michael you'll be able to tell us this now but other sports that um are unisex other sports where where men and women play alongside each other are there others
3: horse racing Male and female horses?
2: Yeah, male and female horses. Although, yeah, I think a lot of the times the horses do tend to be split up by sex, don't they? Jockeys are certainly male and female, though. Um, But, yeah, anyway, so that's kind of my my thought on Quidditch.
3: I have a question about the system of magic, right? Okay. And I stole this from that video that I watched at two times speed. So he was like, here, and it was hard to listen to. But it's because I did my research late in the game, you guys. Um the system of magic right this guy made a very good point that the bad guys have one a killing spell mm-hmm. michael do you know what it is the bad spell
1: uh is that a vada cadavera it, it is yeah very
2: good there we go you. there you go
1: that so was, they I have think this number killing one spell. on the list i looked at and everyone
3: so. else all the good guys just have all the... like basically all battles are just hiding so you don't get hit by that spell like it's not a great system that being a powerful wizard... Like, if anyone can just learn Avada Kedavra, what does being a powerful wizard mean?
2: Your screen has started going very funny, Will, which I assume that is J.K. Rowling patching in because she's realised you've you <laughs> you've hit on the weakness. Well, I do wonder, yeah, that there are sorts of... I appreciate there are lots of spells that people must just make up for fun, but I think possibly in one of the real fights, one of the evil wizards... Oh, you disappeared for a second, but you're back. One of the evil wizards... Um, puts like a dancing charm on one of them and you're like come on you can kill him or at least (laughs) knock him out why have you done your tarantallegra to make him dance you know it's just for fun it's almost as though they're just having a crack with it but you're right Mm. yeah i suppose but but we do find out that killing killing other people i was going to say it isn't good for you it's not good for them either obviously but it's very bad for you rips your soul apart
3: rips your soul apart. it's like when you use a
2: patronus every time you use a patronus a part of your soul rips away
3: Oh, that gave me actual shivers. That was great because that's a good part. That's that guy. The guy didn't reference that as a point. That's an interesting
2: mm. factor. That because I because when Dumbledore convinces Snape to kill himself to kill him instead of Malfoy, he says, "I don't want Malfoy's soul to be ruptured." And Snape, Snape says, "Well, you don't care about mine, do you?" Because it is that killing someone is such a big thing to do.
3: My second question: This is a unique thought that Little Willy Boy had, mm. right? Love is the powerful thing that saved Harry and mm. allowed him to survive the killing curse, which ain't ever happened before.
2: When he was a why, baby,
3: yeah. Why aren't the whole of the wizarding world researching, like, to an academic level, to the way that we're researching the, the vaccine for the p- pandemic? Why aren't they researching love? Because that is powerful stuff. And, Michael, you like this? You could
2: monetize that. Yeah absolutely i mean okay. yeah monetizing love michael for the first time someone's love gonna get paid at the
1: end of it yeah. seems like it has
2: a has a legitimate okay. purpose yeah well i think you're coming into there will is the the other problem which is what wizards do after they leave school because really they they either <laughs> go into the ministry of magic or else they go into retail on one of the two streets but yeah, they're yeah. shops, you know. Or, so.
3: they, or they, you know, try and do a wizarding coup to take over the street of shops and <laughs> exactly. be in charge of Hogwarts. And yeah,
2: so there might not Well, I suppose, yeah, they do They do teach as well. So maybe there's just not much funding. For Michael, would be able to look into this. Not much funding for higher education. In it. Yeah,
3: yeah. Maybe
2: the, Although they probably look at that in the Department of Mysteries, don't they? In fact, yeah, so I think that gets mentioned in one of the books. I think Dumbledore says there's a room in the Department of Mysteries where they which is the most guarded one of all, and it's where they, they look at love. So there you go, maybe you're right. I, I presume when they say... The, when that's the that's the where they watch visit, porn, visit. I think. Yeah, 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 Look at love means watch porn, but...
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I, the, the thing that made me... that most profoundly impacted me about these books, which makes me want to just say it's a legitimate like and, and forget all of the crimes of the films and the various mm. spin-offs and J.K.'s Twitter, Twitter feed, is that when Harry Potter realises he has to die... Yeah. And Michael, big spoiler town Tennessee, sorry about this. But in a lot of books, I think, like, characters go on this journey and find out that they have to make the ultimate sacrifice, and it's like, oh, no. But that often happens in worlds where it's like, oh, but there's... So, in, have you ever seen I Am Legend, the film? No, but I know the story. So he keeps getting all these signs all the way through that are, like, essentially just signs from God that he has to follow this path. Yeah. So at the end, he follows this very difficult path. But I'm like, that's easy to follow. If you know there's like an afterlife and there's this, the universe is having this crazy like path for you, easy peasy. But if you've been set on a path by someone you trusted and then see through the pensive that actually the whole point was for you to die and then you have to walk to your own death. I was like, how we've gone from like this kid's book to that. That's amazing.
2: Yeah. And that's, I think it is. It's like I say, they do get progressively darker. I am legend. I actually heard a great uh, podcast episode about that on a podcast called The Last 10 Minutes. Doubt it. flipping doubt it, mate. Yeah, yeah. It's my podcast. Um, yeah, it's, it's other, other podcasts.
3: Not well monetized, Michael.
2: <laughs> not yet.
1: Well, I think then... Look, I, I have not been able to dissuade you, so I'm going to push, push you into a final verdict. So, I'm going to ask you guys, so, are you... A Dumbledore, or a dumble Don't the first being I, you think it's legitimate, the second you think it's not.
3: Door and it's not doors what and
2: do What
1: does "door" mean, Michael, to you? <laughs> a, d- a Dumbledore or a Dumbledore? Don't.
2: Yeah. Do you want to walk through the Dumbledore? Yeah. What, what you, I mean? Yeah. What do you
1: want me to say? A Dumbledore or a, a Dumbledore? Or no, a dumbledore? Michael. I
2: think you've asked a very interesting question there, which is, "What do I want you to say?" And I think you know the answer to that. <laughs>
1: I, I would
3: have gone for Dumbledore or Dumbledore, and I know that's not good. It doesn't make sense, but
1: even internally,
3: write. logically, it works. Michael, what's what
2: what's your verdict? Is it is it a legitimate like?
3: No, no, sorry, Hugh. Is
2: it a Dumbledore or is it a Dumbledore? Sorry, is yeah. You? Is, are you a Professor McGonagall or a Professor <laughs> Flitwick?
3: <laughs> I think that was too logical. I think it had to be McGonagall or McGonagall. <laughs> don't. Yeah. We're gonna go
1: in or we're gonna go out no, so terrible. i think i think if it was really all that good the films would have been better have you seen all the films as a matter I, of fact
2: no no. <laughs> no i have not no. okay <laughs> michael let's no let's just go through a few other legitimate lights what about um what about paraguay what do you think is paraguay legitimate like
1: i know very little
2: Oh, the, you. Sorry, what, what did you say? I know very little. You know, her. you know very little about it. Okay, so, yes. but why, why would you give him that, Michael? But I why suppose you... You, 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 so you're in in perfect position to give a judgment. Then, are yes. you, are you, asunción, or <laughs> Asun- asunción? Don't yeah, just showing off. That I know the capital of Paraguay. Okay, uh, for yeah. so, okay. Um, so, will, what do you think? Legitimate, like, I, I'm conflicted
3: because I think. That like there are so many parts of the Harry Potter extended universe that I, I, I'm not a fan of.
1: Mm. Sounds like you're starting to see things from my perspective, Will. It sounds like I've done a no, good job. No, I'm
3: not because I didn't mention the footsie. <laughs> I didn't mention anything about. I that my my only way of haranguing you is mentioning the footsie. I don't know how to take down a financial.
2: I <laughs> know oh, we <laughs> don't have the approach. knowledge.
3: No, so I won't talk about it. Um, <laughs> You haven't swayed me at all. My own brain and heart have swayed me. I think I liked what you said earlier, Hugh, that you get to, and, you know, you get to decide what it uh. means to you. So this subject of Harry Potter and the way I feel towards the books specifically and my journey having read the books, legitimate like. The extended Harry Potter universe. Oh, I don't know. I really thought I could come to a conclusion, but I don't know uh. if I can
2: See here, I I feel where I would come down. Yeah, I mean the books for me are are legitimate love. I mean ahead of legitimate like. Um, it's there. I just think they're fantastic, and I will continue to revisit them. And as I say, I think they've been good for the world as well, because as I say, lots of kids reading. Hopefully, that. Muggle, Muggle
3: is in the Oxford English Dictionary.
2: Well, that's all we need, you know, um, but. All the other stuff, as I say, which I largely ignore, I suppose I'm able to largely ignore it and still consider myself a big Harry Potter fan. And I don't feel that the films have... I mean, they're dreadful, but, you know, the world goes on. As I say, they'll be rebo- rebooted. My children will never see them. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that Harry Potter is a legitimate like. Is there a spectrum
3: to which we can say yes or no? Or is are we just going, this is and this isn't?
1: I, I mean, it was very clear on the dumbledore don't thing. So um, I wouldn't have described that as clear <laughs> at all.
2: Um but I <laughs> uh I think have you thought will have you just while we're on this have you ever thought about like self-producing podcasts? You know, <laughs> rather than having a producer on the show like that. I, to be honest you, know, with you, you could not take until
3: today I yeah. hadn't thought of that, but I've been considering it heavily. Yeah. yeah. Um but whether we Dumbledore or whether we Dumbledore, I'm not sure.
2: There's just there's, no. Yeah, there's no way of trelling ony. Yeah. No, no, yeah,
3: no. That's uh, just Hagrid. as good as Michael. And yeah, exactly. Um, I'm going to say it is a legitimate like because I think if people, I think it's legitimate to like this, and it's a. It's had such a cu- cultural impact that. Mm. You, like platform nine and three quarters. Whenever I've walked home drunk through King's Cross, I run at the wall and bounce off it and walk away confused. And it's you my did do that before
2: do. the books were written, though, as well. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I got in a lot of trouble. Okay, so I go to Hogwarts once. So. Oh, but well, there you go. Have we uh, have we completed the winning conditions for the show, Michael?
1: That's it. I mean, two two legitimate likes. Don't need to ask that question again. I okay.
2: think we've, that's probably best. Yeah. We've done it.
3: Michael, what have you learned in this in this episode, other than how not to produce a podcast? <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> I haven't even produced it yet before <laughs> <Good laughs> it starts here. <laughs> <laughs> this
2: is this is where we get the the legitimate likes deep fake episode where.
1: Um, I think I've learned that it's very hard to persuade to people who uh, liked something when they were. Early teens, that it's that it's not good. Yeah, oh, which I
3: I'd think say it's, it's harder think is... to do that when you know nothing about the subject as well. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> that's answer. a real hindrance. It's a <laughs>
2: difficulty, but Michael really, you, i felt that you really had a go at that challenge. You know, you really ran into that hill. And... Mm-hmm. You push that rock up and it fell back down, you know. <laughs> but, but keep pushing, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's another. Did, did Camus write The Myth of Sisyphus as well? We've got two Camus references in here. Did, I didn't Tell understand either of them. Oh, fair enough, okay. Well, we'll uh, have to Can wait till, long. Our, till our next, uh, very good, our next, uh, our next episode. All right, that's been Legitimate Likes
3: thank you for listening and if you liked it um, please tweet at Michael I don't know what his Twitter handle is but tell him um, all your financial based discoveries from fantasy novels I've been Hugh I've been you and do Dumbled- you have my knee or do you have
2: my no well we've got our we've got our question for the end of every podcast now anyway alright until the next time goodbye